You're listening to the Sports Therapy Association podcast, putting evidence back into soft tissue therapy. Hey people, how are you doing? Welcome to episode 181 of the Sports Therapy Association podcast. My name is Matt Phillips, creator of RunChatLive.com. This episode of the Sports Therapy Association podcast is, as always, being recorded live on a Tuesday at 8 o'clock on the Sports Therapy Association YouTube channel and also on the Sports Therapy Association Facebook page. So if you you are listening to the podcast and you're thinking, I'd like to join that live and talk to the guests and ask some questions directly or simply hang out with the wonderful people who join us live every week, um, then, like I say, just go along to the YouTube channel, subscribe, and we'll get notifications when the next episode is. Or if you prefer Facebook, you can join us on the Sports Therapy Association Facebook page. And there are people joining us already in the live lounge, probably because I was, as always, fashionably late. If you do join us in the live lounge, I can bring your question and message up onto the screen. So Glenn Murphy's in the house. Good evening, all, says Glenn. Hey, Glenn, thanks for joining us again. Who else is in there? Gary Benson, founder of the STA, is here as well. Good evening, says Gary. Look, you're all warmer than I am. I'm sure there's a story behind that. Um, something's up in Lincoln. Um, and then Brian Huxley's here as well. Hey, Brian, all the regulars are coming through now. So like I said, listen to the podcast and you're free at 8 o'clock on a Tuesday. Then come hang out with us. We're very cool. We really are. Um, and my guests are in call up. So very shortly um, in this episode, we'll be hearing uh, about discussing the end-to-end patient management features that we Rehab Guru software offers with my special guests and founders of Rehab Guru, David Barrow and Simon Taylor. But first of all, as always, um, a huge thanks to last week's um, guest, Steve Miller of Growth Physio Academy, who in the episode entitled Team GB Judo, Massage for Recovery, Steve talked to us about the work he's recently done with Team GB Judo athletes, focusing on strategies uh, for optimum recovery, including massage and manual therapy. As always, as with all episodes, you can listen to it on popular podcast apps. If you want to watch the video, you can go to YouTube where you'll find the recording. And also both are available on our website, which is the sta.co.uk. Sally Martin has joined the live lab saying, hi, Matt Phillips. Hi, Sally Martin. How are you? You can call me Matt, honestly. You don't have to be quite so formal. That's fine. Um, so anyway, back to this episode, 181 end-to-end patient management with Rehab Guru. Rehab Guru, for those of you who aren't aware, prides itself on being the only software you need to go digital. Uh, and it's used already across the world by sole practitioners, private practices, the NHS, and the UK Ministry of Defence. So I'm delighted to say we are joined tonight in this episode by the founders of Rehab Guru, David Barrow and Simon Taylor. So without further ado, I shall bring them up. You're listening to the Sports Therapy Association podcast, putting evidence back into soft tissue therapy. Evening, Hello. Matt. How are you doing, David? And also, how are you doing, Simon? Evening, Matt. Thanks for having us. How's it going? Sorry about that long intro at the beginning, but um, you had to build it up. Um, it's yeah, fantastic. Is that okay? It's, it builds up and uh, we're, we're excited to be here. There's uh, been some great, great people that you've had on and uh, before... It started. You should have a, a sneak peek of who else is coming on in the future. So we're we're honoured to be. No, it's great, uh, and it's I really appreciate you guys giving up your time. And also, we were mentioning before, it's one of the joys of um, Therapy Expert. We had a nice chat there. You were there next to us in our kind of corner. 
um, and and it was a pretty successful event, wasn't it? You enjoyed yourselves being there where you were. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. I so um, Simon and me are both therapists by background, um, so it's always lovely to connect with other people that you've worked with, that you've trained with, people that you've brushed shoulders with at some point, as well as a networking opportunity. Uh, and just to to see who's speaking and what new things are being used. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a great opportunity from a professional perspective as a clinician, but also there as a business. It's been really great. Fantastic. And Simon, you've, you've both been there before, haven't you, Simon? You've been... Yeah, it was, um, it was a little while ago. We, we exhibited probably six or so years ago um, when Rehab Guru was um kind of just starting out really so we had a pretty small stand and trying to beg people to take our pens um but uh that was probably my take home from it it was just like hugely validating for us as a company with people just dropping in and saying oh thanks for all you're doing and you know um people putting a face to a name and yeah it was it was, it was awesome it was uh it was really good being there but you know it's a long time since i've been clinical and i think that the the, the conference has definitely moved on. Um, I remember like people selling like sticky magnets and all sorts of crazy stuff previously. Um, and it seems like it's, it's now really focused on, on clinicians and, and, you know, our profession. So that, that's been great to see. Uh, people are obviously doing a great job behind the scenes, um, kind of giving the people what they want. That's great. I'm glad. I was going to ask you that because being some somebody who was there six years ago and now coming last year, yeah, last year, then that's nice that you notice the difference because, yeah, a lot of work has been done. I've got an advisory panel now to, to kind of ask, yeah. what speakers should we have? What's topical at the moment? You know, what should we be doing? So I'm glad you guys noticed that. And like you say, um, that was back when Rehab Guru was just the exercise prescription. Now we're going to be talking shortly about how it's so much more. But before we do that, maybe for people who aren't aware of you guys, how did it all start? We're talking six years ago now, are we? Probably a little bit more, yeah. Um, I mean, me and Dave were both working in the Ministry of Defence, and uh, part of that work was working in a regional rehab unit where people would come for a three-week uh, residential course, and that's kind of like the, the tertiary care that they'd, they'd been through, their kind of local physios and so on. So. Um, we would have people for three weeks and what we were doing was kind of giving them an intensive period of rehab. And that was, uh, kind of multifaceted. They'd be spending time with the physios, time on the gym floor with myself because I was a, an exercise rehab instructor. And part of that work was to give people a, uh, a booklet of, we, we called them specifics, but what it was, was essentially prep work that we'd done before where we had these huge filing cabinets of photocopied like uh, exercises and stuff that we'd shot on the gym floor and on our weeks off and there was literally like six filing cabinets full of everything it's like core level one and all this stuff and um it was back then this is this is kind of going back to like 2008 something like that and we weren't really blessed with the technology that we have now or, or access to, to tech it was a pretty high barrier of entry back then so even even back then we were saying you know there's got to be a better way of doing this and digitizing the the stick man was the the kind of entry into the market of you know if we have a high resolution video really clean imagery potentially adding the clinic's logo on there and just giving a far higher quality experience for the patient because um you know, an overly photocopied 
book of exercises it's kind of like yeah there you go that's what you're worth crack on you know people attribute the quality of the healthcare by you know the what they receive whether that is you know the reception area the handouts that they receive and in in our case it was the exercise prescriptions that they were receiving and then from the clinician's perspective there is a whole host of benefits no longer are you kind of like ripping out page three inserting another one to progress or scribbling something out in order to regress an exercise um, so in the digital space it gave us all of that kind of opportunity of giving a far better patient experience and also uh, reaping all the benefits that a clinician could have as well that's very interesting and it's curious as well because I mean, speaking on behalf of sports massage therapists and sports therapists, when patients do come to us, and, you know, we know what patients are like. They move around sometimes because they're looking to hear what they want to hear, that sort of thing. You know, it's hot potatoes. Sometimes they're moved on because they haven't found a result. But one of the biggest complaints when they have come from a physio, and they will say it, obviously, this patient's talk, is, oh, I just gave me a photocopy of some exercises. That's it. You know, it's like it really is... Uh, a nail in the coffin of a practitioner if they just hand them a photocopy or something. It just lacks, like you say, it just lacks that that care, that kind of relationship, that empathy and stuff. So, yeah, all ears on that. So let's just bring up a, a shot. People who are joining us live, if you listen to the podcast, you won't see what I'm going to be up now, but I'm just putting out some screenshots here of the website so people can see it in the live lounge. So it's a way we have Guru, very distinctive logo in the orange. Uh, we have Guru one word, it's weheadguru.com. Um, a wonderful website. I encourage you all to go and have a look through it. If you have so much information on their videos, um, there's uh, details of a free demo if you're interested in it. Obviously, the exercise prescription was the main thing. We're going to talk about all the other things you offer. Uh, but if we can start with the exercise prescription, because a lot of people in here, don't forget people in the live lounge, if you've got questions, if you've found difficulties using even we have Google or some other um, piece of exercise prescription software then let us know these guys are the ones who will let you know if something's possible or not or give you some suggestions but what is it about we have grew apart from the quality and 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 the kind of like ease of of seeing the exercise as opposed to just a stick man what are some of the other things you thought about when it came to exercise prescription software that will help the client I think for me, there there are two things that stick out. One um, is the, the software, so the features, and that's really Simon's bag. Because although we both started as clinicians, and and I went on into other things clinically, and Simon became a full time athlete, and then really jumped into technology. Uh, you know, Simon is is the technical lead. That is one part of it, but also it's giving something people want. And I'm sure most people can remember a time when they've looked at a product and they thought, "There's nothing here for me." And what we, what I sort of remembered as I was preparing for the podcast tonight is times where I was with a patient and they came back with their overly, overly photocopied pieces of paper and they didn't really know exactly what they wanted. Um, they didn't know what they were supposed to be doing. Um, and I remember I was at Headley Court, so we, we were working with uh, wounded soldiers. They would be with us for three weeks at a time. They'd go away and they'd just keep coming back because maybe they'd lost their legs or whatever it was. Um, and they just would have these overly photocopied pieces of paper. I remember the big boss walked in once and this patient was there with their massive leaflet of, of paper exercise that just went everywhere. And, and at that time we were creating Rehab Guru and it just made me realise that this way of working is just 
terrible. And it was reflected in in the face. You can imagine the face of this big boss looking at this absolute mayhem going on. Um, but what was interesting is we created the exercises. And I think it's important on an exercise library, there are exercises that people actually want. Because when we released it, you know, we were both working in professional sports. Simon's an athlete and me working in professional sport alongside the military. And, you know, the military is a very active um, group of people. Um, and it's actually in the last five to 10 years where we've had loads of feedback and we've realised it's not about trying to tell people that we're the best and you need to use Rehab Guru because it will make you a better person. It's more about listening to people when they say, I want a bit more diversity because I treat people that are in wheelchairs. I treat people that are amputees. I work in an area where, you know, there's a lot of people of ethnic minority or, or you've got no exercises of women lifting weights. All your weightlifting exercises are done by blokes and you've got women doing the yoga and Pilates. And it's taking that feedback and being a bit humble about it rather than your ego feeling offended and thinking, well, what do people actually want? And I guess we've spent the last five or 10 years making sure that when someone said, oh, can I create my own exercise? You know, Simon's done his technical wizardry and done that. But when it's come to adding exercises and making them easy to find, I think that's where Simon and me have worked really to get well together. Um, and those are the, I don't know what, what you think, Simon, but for me, those are the two things that really jump out. Yeah, I think that um, from a technical perspective, when you're trying to, you know, kind of provide a solution, you've got in your own mind, how you think this is going to work. And you're influenced by how you used to, you know, practice. And um, our approach is always to try and be really unopinionated. So, you know, we want to, rather than saying, right, you've only got reps and sets available for this exercise, because that's what makes sense. Um, we always just kind of always try and step back, back from that and th try and think outside the box and go, right, what, what, could people want to do here so then we'll offer like completely custom parameters or allow people to load things into the exercise collection and move fluidly between all the different screens everything's always saved kind of auto saved as they move and you know jump back to a template load some exercises add some of their own favorite some so it was trying to get the technology out of people's way so that they can kind of uh, use it how they want to use it. Um, so there is like the uh, features that, that Dave's been speaking about uh, about there, but it's really our approach to the solutions that probably makes us different so that you can uh, use the tech how you want to practice. And I think uh, I'm just seeing a question that's come in um, here from Brian. Thanks for asking, Brian. Um, within the exercise prescription platform, there is a section where you can assign symptom tracking to a program, to specific exercises. And I remember, you know, imagine one of those patients coming in with this big lever arch file of paper exercises. Well, how have you got on with those exercises? I might not have seen you for a week. I might not have seen you for three months. And the answers can be vague. With Rehab Guru, when people are doing their exercises, they can tell you how much pain they're in, how fatigued they are, how they've slept, are they breathlessness, you know, are they breathless or have they got a high ball? All of that stuff can be annotated. So before I walk into clinic with a patient, I know how they've been getting on and that builds rapport, it builds trust. 
I can call them even before their appointment because I can recognize within 30 seconds every patient, for example, that's got three out of 10 or more pain. They don't have to suffer in silence and wait until the next appointment because I can find out in 20 seconds who are the people I need to contact today and book them in for a new appointment or maybe just amend their program and send that out to them. And for me, that has really built trust that they that they really rely on, you know, a great service and you can provide it. That's really cool. I like that one thinking, obviously with all our biases, but I like the way that them giving you feedback on how they feel, how it went is, is making them more accountable and responsible. Because we know that compliance is one of the biggest hindrances in our profession and we give exercise to someone and they might do it a little bit or they don't do it. And, and often we blame the, the patient or the client thinking, oh, well, we told them what to do and they come back and they didn't do it. Well, how are they going to get better? But what we heard a lot in this podcast is if your patient or client is not doing what you told them, then maybe the onus is on you. Maybe you haven't made it clear that how they need to be doing or the importance of it. Or you kind of you know. So yes, that's a really interesting idea. They have to get feedback. You can check up on this, I guess. You can go in and see what they've put, come straight through to you. Yeah, yeah. So these are um, what we call remote patient monitoring features. And um, what it what it does is, you know, allows you to firstly see what's happening out in the wild. So you don't need to wait for their next appointment, see how they are. But it gives two other things as well is firstly, it gives you the ability to offer like just mind blowing customer experience. So if you're able to, you know, drop someone an email and say, Hi, Simon, I saw that you're reporting really high pain scores on the squats. Um, I've removed them from your program. What I recommend doing is, you know, we're just going to do quarter squats now or whatever it might be. That patient then is just like, holy smokes, this clinician is is on it. And then they will run through walls for you. You know, they, they are going to be sort of put in your, in your hand after that. And then the, the second thing is, is trying to disrupt this traditional business model of sports therapy sports massage physiotherapy of your your one clinician and you can treat one patient at a time so that's naturally got a a ceiling on that business model if you increase the size of your business you might employ somebody else you're still kind of you know one to one relationships whereas if you can start to digitize some of this stuff maybe offer slightly different business model where people are maybe on a subscription for a longer period of time where they just get this enduring kind of ongoing care throughout a period of of time. Um, The technology enables you to try and do that type of stuff. And that's where we kind of come at this, this strap line for this particular um, podcast is end to end uh, patient care, because we try and elongate that patient pathway from initial appointment be that you know booking through our system but then also you could start to gather patient information using a patient sent form so things can be offloaded out you know kind of off your desk off your off your plate so that then you're armed with lots and lots of data when it comes to that critical time when you're with your patient you've got so much to work with and and that's the really important time we don't want to waste that with with admin Okay, this seems to be the crutch of, of, we've already had questions of how this is compared to this, but what I see from you guys, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what you're offering here is 
for clinicians who are maybe using an exercise prescription bit of software and then something separate for doing invoicing and finances and maybe something separate for keeping notes and, and referrals, stuff like that. The idea we have Guru is, okay, it's all here. It's all within one system and you can, and it's going to be familiar with the patient and it's going to look, um, it's going to be consistency in what it looks like and stuff. So is that the idea? Is that the yeah, and I think what's really important is to be able to dovetail those two because there's some great integrations out there. You know, we've got integrations with companies like Clinico, who we were integrated with when we were just an exercise prescription platform. And the integration's great, but an example of how um, we have linked that clinic management system with exercise prescription is another feature that you know what's difference between rehab guru and other exercise prescription platforms is that you can also put a time frame on a appointment the relevance is that is that if i book someone in for a week's time and i've booked them in on the 23rd of january i might want the program to end the day before and I might want to trigger some alerts. I might want a message to go out to the patient. I might want an alert to me that reminds me to go, hey, go and check out what their symptoms are doing. Make sure they're rebooked. Those sorts of things really link the exercise prescription platform with your bookings and your notes. It's not just turning up in the day, in the, in the morning and thinking, oh, who's my patient at eight o'clock? It, it's not only integrating those two, but relying on a lot of automation as well. So if someone books in, what forms do you want them to see within their confirmation email? Because the patients all get a confirmation email, don't they? Saying your, your appointment tomorrow with David is at this time. But beyond saying, you know, where do you park and, and what do you want to wear? Um, you might want to ask them some health questions. You might want to ask them allergies. You might want to send them a patient reported outcome measure. There's lots of stuff that you can gather that is going to improve the quality of your decision making when it comes to sending an exercise program. And it's trying to make that as seamless as possible, not just by having a technology integration, but by making the information gathering, the communication and the rapport building excellent from the moment they book that appointment and it all helps the clinician to make the right decision even quicker and um, that's what we've been hearing from sport from the nhs from the mod all of those features have all been requested by them so you know this isn't an opportunity for necessarily for us to say you know i'm I'm a great clinician because i've thought of these features we've not thought about them at all these are ones that have been requested and when they're requested enough, we know that people want them and, and then we create them. So, um, you know, the more feedback we can get, the better. That's great. Simon, would you like to add to that? Um, I'm putting you on the spot. I just thought that you wanted to add a little, I had a face for one. I, I, I had a face like I wanted to, wanted to say something else. You know, I, I think that coming at this from a like, the the technical leads perspective and we all use a lot of tech i mean even for you to put together this every week you've glued together some pretty nice things to make it seamless to stream to automatically put things onto an rss feed and you'll get slick with that you know you'll you'll identify a piece of technology if that can remove 10 minutes of me having to create the screens for you know the guests um and we're all in that same world. If you're running a business, you have got, you know, lots of plates to spin. 
whether that is putting stuff on social media to drive your business, whether that is, oh, I need to do this, it might need to do my accounts, I need to do all of these other things. Stuff needs to be integrated really well, whether that is just your invoicing firing across to your accountancy platform, whether that is, you know, um, appointments piping across and, and, and so on. So, I, I mean, I, I think... I don't want to say he, you know, like rehab, rehab guru is the panacea and he offers everything all in one box. But what I would advocate is that like really, really well integrated software is the key to unlocking a lot of free time, a lot, a lot less stress and so on. So either having uh, very good integrations or trying to do what we're doing is to bring everything all under one roof. So you'll see something like Clinico. We enjoy really good relationships with Clinico. You can use Rehab Guru for your exercise prescription and then Clinico for your notes. What we've done is create a very, very good integration with them. So you can view your notes within clinic, uh, within Rehab Guru. You can push prescriptions to them. You can import patients to, uh, from Clinico, push information to Clinico. So it's not, we're not trying to like stonewall ourselves, but what we're trying to offer is like ultimate choice. And that's kind of me as a more of like a technologist than a, than a kind of a business person. But, um, you know, if you want everything all under one roof, that is the direction of travel for, for Rehab Guru. I think that's really that's a really healthy way of putting it without picking yourself up so much. That's really nice. Just make sure that whatever you use, whatever system you've got, is it integrating? Is it working together? Or are you giving yourself a headache? Is it only yeah. wasting time? Are you getting patients who are, this is going wrong and that's going wrong? Because that can only harm your business. Which kind of leads me on to the next question. We might have already answered a little bit, but we have definitely is with 28 minutes gone, I'm thinking that some listeners now will be thinking, yeah, this all sounds really good, but a bit of cost an arm and a leg. Uh, I guess that's one of the barriers to people maybe not even clicking through or clicking off as they imagine that all of this looks so professional and it sounds so great, it's going to cost a fortune. How do you help people who do have that barrier or that kind of thought? I mean, does it just cost an arm and a leg? Is it just? It, 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 it's actually coming in at um, like a, a price point that's that's far cheaper than you bolting together all of those different uh, technologies. Um, so, I mean, that, that's the first thing is to kind of you know check out our pricing. Um, we have lots of relationships with uh, organisations such as the STA, uh, which offer discount uh, and so on. But let, let's just th say, for example, let's talk about some prices. You know, if you're a, a sole practitioner and you want exercise prescription, treatment notes and patient forms, appointments and everything, they're, they're kind of all bells and, and whistles pricing. That's going to be £24 a month. So that's £20 plus, plus VAT. So that actually comes in at a, a lower price than a lot of uh, exercise prescription plus a notes platform or even just a single notes platform is, is generally more than that. So, um, that's just to put an idea out there about what it, what it does cost. And then if you've got huge teams, then, you know, there's, there's benefits of, of scaling the, the costs. It reduces the more, the more people you, you add to your, your team. Um, so yeah, that's I'm really cool. I mean, I'm glad you said that. And I, you know, I think it's important to bring money in because I'm hoping that listeners, either people in the live lounge or people listening to the podcast are surprised at that because £24 a month is something very manageable. You know, it's like... Yeah, I, think it, I think it depends uh, what the reason is. So um, 
Simon and I have been a real, we've been a bootstrap startup. You know, we've done everything from the ground up. We've taken on no loans, no uh, angel funding, nothing. And as a result, the the sort of business planning that you might expect from a big, large corporate corporation wasn't there. And a lot of those large corporations that we, we're brushing so- shoulders with would probably plan their pricing and they probably plan it a lot higher. Um, the the add-ons that are surprisingly well-priced and really good value were born out of lockdown. And we were noticing that large established clinics, they were prepared to pay a lot of money for the clinicos, the new calls, but it was the one-man bands, the, the, the person working out of their garage, their living room, working out of a gym, they couldn't afford those. And, you know, we were seeing on so many groups, people asking, is there any software out there that doesn't cost an arm and a leg? And Simon, with his amazing technical wizardry, created that first version. And what we've we've noticed is that that has become our bread and butter. Yes, we do sell to the likes of the MOD and the NHS. But actually, if you took if we lost those contracts overnight, we'd be fine because we've got loads of people from organizations like the STA and other ones that we're really grateful for their business with. And so when we've released a new feature that makes invoicing easier or that makes writing your notes easier, we're not charging extra for that. And I think people are starting to realize that with their feedback comes better quality experience with Rehab Guru. Um, and, and so that's why the price is much lower is because we did it to help those smaller clinicians. Because I've, you know, I've been in that position being a sole trader, doing domiciliary, couching my car, traveling from one house to the next to the next. Um, and when you add that up all at the end of the day, what you've earned and all of your petrol and all of your expenses, you know, can everyone afford £70 a month for a booking system? a separate booking system for group appointments, exercise prescription, and an imaging. No, they often can't. And so I think it's uh, it's important for us that we have maintained that. And actually, even though over the last year, inflation has gone crazy and a lot of competitors in our space have increased their price, we've chosen not to um, because, you know, we're not just providing to the, the bigger organizations we're providing to all of them and i think it's important as clinicians that we remember where we've come from i'm practicing not talking now in case someone wants to speak up <laughs> 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 so my active listening i mean that's great you've, you've, i mean you've really talked directly to a lot of our audience because a lot of our listeners um are in that position where they're working by themselves and it's it's tricky isn't it i think for a lot a lot of patients and clients the expectation is higher we are living in an age where the quality of the videos and social media the ease of getting to where you want to very quickly i mean they used to say like three clicks on a website and that's about as much interest as you've got i think these days it's one swipe and then they're gone if that's you know it's really is minimal the human brain is just shrinking in terms of attention span so there is high expectation i think that means the therapists have really got to find a way of looking great and 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 helping that client experience feel like they're living in 2024 so and if they don't you know they're going to be in in business problems aren't they so yeah i think um 
just to tag on to what uh, Dave was saying there, I think we learned early on that if we really look after our community of users, it actually is hugely beneficial for us. So if if someone leaves the platform, chances are they're going to ask for their data. They're going to be a like a support burden. You know, you've got to uh, nurse somebody uh, off the platform. So we would we very very we d- we don't do um, kind of these weekend sales. There's there's one discount that we have done a, a year, and that is the Therapy Expo Black Friday. So there's four days where we discount. So we don't discount because the you know other than with with sort of valued uh, friends and and family <laughs> like the SDA, you know because we know that the quality of of lead that we get you know let's see if we're talk, talking about customers they would be a, a lead we want them to stick around for a long time uh, so it's kind of like lifetime customer value of, of somebody whereas if you you know charge someone really high price for a short period of time and then lose them that churn you're just on this treadmill of trying to get new customers in at the top whereas we're, we're on this kind of like really steady and healthy growth rate where our people, you know, our users become our champions and then they feed into the system, they improve the system, and then they just become part of the family then. And that that's far healthier growth rate for a company. And that starts with the competitive pricing uh, based upon the, you know, kind of value-based model. Very cool. People in the uh, live lounge, um if you've got any questions um, or just sharing your own experiences or problems you've had or successes you've had, then feel free to share it because it'd be interesting to introduce some of your questions and ideas to David and Simon. Um, let's just have a little look. I want to bring up, there's a nice slide on your, or rather a, a page on your website, which is dedicated to the small business, just reminding me. So I'm just going to put this on the main screen just to kind of, again, illustrate where the support does come in. Uh, let's make that a little bit bigger there there we go so there's I mean, if you go to rehabguru.com you can find this for yourself but there's a page there features for small businesses and it talks about all the kind of stuff which is offered so as well as the exercises uh, with HD videos you have got your treatment notes the patient forms and you've got access to maybe device that's good I was going to ask that actually is, is that's another important thing these days as well is is, is it something not showing up on someone's phone? It's a nightmare. I'm trying to get something done on a website and people have done it for me. I haven't looked on a mobile screen and I'm like, why didn't you check it? Everybody must check it. Most of our customers are on a mobile device these days. So what it looks like on a website is like 40% of the answer. So there's there's so much on there for small businesses. Um, so if you are listening to this, I know a lot of you are from the feedback we get, then um, it's well worth checking it out. You will look at that list and think, I could do with some of that. That looks good. Um, and that brings me on to my next thing about the the trial. How does the trial work, um, Dave and Simon? So patients get to click on that blue link at the top there, mm-hmm. the top right, saying start free trial. And that will give them access to every part of the platform for 30 days. Within that, um, you'll get a personal email from someone that onboards you, sending you some how-to videos, offering you the opportunity to book in. If people decide to take that, and I'm just picking up on one of the questions uh, that's that's come in, um, we will also uh, for free migrate data. So if you've been using, you know, PPS, TM3, you know, just as examples, um, we can migrate that data, meaning that, you know, the notes you've written, the patients that you've got, 
you know, appointments, stuff like that can be um, very easily moved across. Uh, I say easily, it's not easy for, for Simon. It's easy for you. <laughs> it's, Simon. it's easy okay. for me. I just, well, I just well, Simon. We've, built some, we've built some tools for that because we, you know, we, we get lots of customers from, from other platforms. So that's a, um, we had to build some tools to be able to help people migrate. So yeah, as long as we can, I mean, the hardest point of migrating from somebody else is data from the other company. And yeah, that, that's sometimes more challenging than it sounds. And, you know, we've got GDPR and things like that on our side. Um, getting your data in a usable format from the company that they're leaving is is sometimes a challenge. But um, what, what you're after there is a, a CSV export, like a, a format that can be read by Excel uh, or spreadsheet program but yeah that's what we what we need to migrate is uh csv export patient data uh you know all uh usual information that would come with the patient list is is normally fair game treatment notes again that's that's all fine to move across as well um the appointment side of things can be imported what we generally do is try and plan with you. We, we hold people's hands throughout this process where we'll do like a bit of a, a migration and then a cut over as to when you start using Rehab Guru for your new appointments. And then naturally you will um, kind of transition onto that platform because all of your data has already been imported for you. Um, so yeah, that's how um, you can transition from, from a different platform to us. That's a great question, Indra and Skeena. Thank you. Keep the questions coming, people. There's one here from Sally, which I've noticed, which, um, well, first of all, let's just go back. Let's take it back. Sally Martin goes back just to shout out. Thank you. She says, I love that the book, The Female Body Bible, talks about how the transference of male to female exercises tend to pink it and shrink it without real adaption. So I was going back to your comment of where you noticed, you know, took it on the chin saying, yeah, it's true. All of our exercises are kind of like 25-year-old muscle-bound kind of junior bunnies and um, there's no women women are just yoga so yeah um, it was good to hear that um when you mentioned it thanks for that comment sally and then also sally has a question later on says uh do you have the option of appointment reminder text uh it's coming uh that'll be rolled out in the next couple of months. So we've got a big uh, feature that's rolling out uh, very soon, which is essentially revamping our whole booking suite. So the booking tool allows people to book in online. Um, the additional features that we're adding are being able to run classes. So you could book in for a class, also allowing uh, multiple clinics to book in through that system and having a far nicer workflow to, to step through such as, you know, choosing your appointment, choosing your clinician and so on and uh, text reminders. So currently we do email reminders 24 hours ahead of the appointment and text-based reminders are, are part of that. It's already, the foundation's already there within the system where you can input the patient's mobile number and then um, there's some options, obviously, uh, towing the line with GDPR as to how your patient chooses to be contacted. So there's some checkboxes there to say that they would like to receive reminders via text message. And um, yeah, so that'll be, that'll be coming in the next month or so. And then there's a follow-up question there from Brian. Thank you for that, Simon. Um, that's good to know. Um, and Brian follows that up with a question saying, regarding the new features that you just mentioned, David, are you planning future updates? Well, yes, you just said mm -hmm. you are. If so, will the price increase as a result? 
So um, what we're planning with that is, uh, again, going back to what Simon was saying, is choice. Now, um, the two features that uh, I mentioned were group bookings, um, and Simon mentioned the multiple location bookings. Um, in order to develop that, there has had to be quite a lot of um, investment, financial investment, a lot of time. Um, so there, they will be add-ons. Now, I know lots of people using Rehab Guru who don't offer rehab classes and only have one location. They do not want to have to pay any more just because we've added those on. So it might be that those bigger, more established clinics that have got five people working from them, they've got three clinics and they're getting loads of revenue in because they're offering classes as well. Um, that's Those people will be able to choose those add-ons. Whilst those people like, you know, when I was uh, moving from house to house with my treatment couch over my shoulder, um, those people aren't going to have to pay any more. Um, so you just only pay for what you use. Great answer. Thank you very much. Um, Indre has come back saying, yes, booking online is very important to me. I need that before I move over. Um, yeah, so we've got online bookings. Um, the only difference, so you've got online bookings right now. Um, the only difference that we're making or the only improvement that we're making to that is being able to do uh, like class-based bookings, being able to do like multi-location bookings, um, improving the workflow. So like the customer uh, landing page that they go through that booking portal. So that could be embedded on your website or it could be a referral link. Um, that's just uh, just going to be a lot slicker. So that's the only changes. So if you're booking one person in one appointment slot, then you're good to go right now. Um, the other features are around group-based bookings and multiple locations. Multiple locations. Fantastic. These are great questions. And by the way, I just want to remind people listening to the podcast that if you've got questions, which you should really have, I mean, you're all functioning, working, or most of you, I imagine, functioning soft tissue therapists. So if, you, if anything occurs to you, the best place to ask a question is probably on the YouTube video. So head along to the Sports Therapy Association YouTube channel. And in the comments, just put your question in there. And I will personally... I get messages when anyone puts comments in. I'll personally make sure it gets directed to David or Simon or whoever I feel best will answer your question. We can continue this conversation. We we have episodes every week, so it'd be ridiculous if the topic just stopped every Tuesday and was never talked about again. So if you listen to this podcast or any podcast, whatever the data, just go to YouTube and leave a comment there, and I will make sure that somebody replies to you because that's how we roll. Right. What was on my mind just then? Ah, yes. Um, what's come up in the past, and we've had questions on when it comes to technology and that, is safety. It's kind of something which is we have to be aware of, and as law seems to be changing a lot of the time. What um, does we have Guru show in terms of safety? Yeah, sure. So um, it is very important for for a start, and you know we've 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 spoken about uh, you know choosing different platforms and when you're shopping around it's absolutely imperative that everybody listening does their due diligence on on what they're um about to be putting their patient information on so as far as like jurisdiction where that data is going to be held rehab guru uh, holds its data within the united kingdom so our servers are based in london we use amazon web services and we have Cyber Essentials Plus and also the 
ISO 27001, which is like the internationally recognized uh, information security standard to, to have. Um, so we have regular penetration tests. We have um, audits, like four audits per month on different areas of that um, that information management system. So, and and also backed up every hour. So we have incremental backups that are done every hour and those backups are tested and, and so on. So um, we, we have to be at that level uh, in order to sell our services into the NHS, into the Ministry of Defence. Because when you're going through that tender process or that contract process, they absolutely leave no stone unturned in knowing how you do business, how their data is stored. Is it encrypted at rest? Is it encrypted in transit? And so on. So um yeah I, I, there's kind of two two parts to this yes rehab guru is is very safe and secure and the second part of that is hopefully a few tidbits there for people that are shopping around for a software of you know do they have those credentials of iso 27001 where is my data held um is it within the uk if we're looking at um you know uh uk customers um so yeah hopefully that answers that question for you there matt Excellent. Wonderful. Right, where are we? 8.47. Um, people, I'm really interested in you guys um, in the live lounge having more questions because it's lovely hearing them. It, obviously, they're real-life questions which are affecting you. So whilst you're having another little think of anything else you want to know from our guests, um, David Brown and Simon Taylor, founders of Rehab Guru, I just want to draw attention to, uh, if you want to follow these guys or Rehab Guru on social media, the website we've already mentioned is rehabguru.com, and there's a whole host of information on there, um, which I encourage you to have a look at, and obviously links to social media are there. But if you want to follow you guys on uh, Instagram or Twitter, it's just rehab underscore guru uh, on both of those. And on Facebook, it's rehabguru, one word as well, you can find it. Are they all much for much? Depends on people's preferences, or do you kind of concentrate more on one website, uh, on one social media platform or another? we um so if it's got like text-based question uh and so on facebook is probably best facebook twitter um and then we get a lot of uh people sharing their like, exercise programs and more visual aspects on on instagram so to be honest we we monitor them them all uh whatever is your preference um i think one of the uh best ways of getting in touch with us whether it's a you know, like a sales-based question or even a question, uh, technical question, if you're using the software, is just support at rehabguru.com. That drops into our ticketing-based system so that we can provide replies really, really quickly and also keep like a really uh, good audit log of, of everything that's gone through there so that we that's where we can provide the best level of customer service is support at rehabguru.com. You guys are making this sound all very watertight and professional and excellent. So I'm really interested to hear what is, <clears throat> you know, I know you said you've got some updates and things you're changing and adding to, but can you give us an idea of something that where you have thought, oh, yeah, we, we missed it there. We need to change that. We need to add that. Give us a, um, to show that you're not just born perfect. Um, yeah, sure. We'll feel very insecure. I did, <laughs> I did nothing too drastic, that, but, but something where you thought, oh, yeah. We need to do that now and evolve it. It might be something you've done already or something you need to do in the future. No, I, I think that there there are a few things and happy to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that as a platform like ours where you're trying to be all things to all people, 
where you know it's like oh we're trying to be this swiss army knife and it, it turns out that when you try and cater for strength and conditioning coaches sports massage therapists sports therapists sports rehabbers chiropractors doctors and so on you, they all want the absolute pinnacle for of their profession within the software so you actually try and like cater for every single one of them and one area where i don't think that we are like really strong is in having a really advanced exercise prescription tool for example being able to create uh, a b sets or supersets or calendar based exercises where you so you could do a simultaneous exercise program where you issue a program for monday wednesday friday they give did they do a tuesday thursday program if we're looking at kind of like a sport setting but we couldn't put that on a calendar and say i want you to do those exercises on a monday those on a tuesday so we don't have the like calendar based booking system uh, sorry like a prescription system um but a lot of that is is based on you know like we send a lot of programs you know we're sending hundreds of thousands of programs per month and we we get some pretty good idea about how people are using the the technology and it tends to be that people need to aren't doing that real like artisan approach to exercise prescription that's probably a minority of our of our usership that are, are doing that type of stuff so we're focused on you know how we can make things slicker for the larger user groups but that would be one area where we're not perfect is is really advanced exercise prescription. Dave, well, I think as well, yeah, I remember releasing the bookings add-on and we were so excited about it and I thought this is going to this is going to be a game changer and it was for many people but we had as much of the feedback as we did of people signing up. Um so an example I gave to you before is that when someone books you can edit and amend the text within the confirmation email well we never thought about that when we released the booking we just thought you know there would just be an automated message in there that looks really professional and then when we realized that that doesn't allow you to transmit your personality and your warmth and your your caring words to someone that has never met you before it doesn't allow you to tell people where do they park and what do they wear you might never have been to a sports therapist or a massage therapist um, do you need a chaperone? Like, do you want these consent forms filled out? It's clearly been a long time since I worked in private practice. And um, and that that is fine because, you know, we've just built that that, that feature and this feature into that add-on. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're just, uh, it, it's humbling. It, it is humbling. And you realise that actually you don't know everything Um and uh yeah we're just excited to to release more things um and thankfully people have seen that when they release stuff you know they get what they ask for hopefully um which just keeps people coming and keeps people trusting and telling all their friends um and i, I was just remembering as well with the sta i don't, don't know if we've mentioned about the discount yet great thing <laughs> do it go ahead now yeah yeah yeah, so um, the discount that we've got for STA members is a 30% discount. Um, that's not on the first subscription. That's just enduring. So whether you're paying monthly, whether you're paying annually, each time uh, that monthly or annual subscription comes up for renewal, the 30% discount will be applied to that. 
Um, there's lots of discounts within the app anyway. So as you add, if you have any staff that work for you, the more staff uh, that you add to your account, we give you free accounts. Um, so there are discounts as you as you add more, and the thirty percent discount is applied on that total amount. So for people that have got you know three or four people working for them, and they've got the STA discount, um, we're almost giving you know, rehab guru away. But um, uh, hopefully, it's really useful. And we won't give out a code, obviously. But if you are an STA member interested in in taking up that very generous offer, then contact us. Um, you will need your STA membership number for the for the discount to be put into place. So, um, I mean, I'm just thinking, you're an STA member, I'll say that won't work. It does happen. But that's really cool. Um, I must put this question in here because this is great. Um, thank you for the question, uh, Luke. Luke says, what's this for? Sorry, I've just joined. So, welcome, David. It's Simon. Thank Hello. you for joining us today. <laughs> Sorry, Luke, but the good thing is we're recording it, mate, so so you will be able to, with the, with the technology, be able to go back to the beginning once the recording stops and watch it at the beginning. I'm sorry, we can't recap. It's, we stopped an hour ago. Um, but yeah, that's the advantage. And you'll be able to listen to the whole thing on your favourite preferred podcast app. So yeah, I'm sorry I can't um, um, recap on that. But thank you anyway. Um, Sally Martin says, I'll be signing up. I'm just a stone's throw from finishing my level five with a mad Italian. I have no idea who you're referring to. Mussolini? Look at the mad Italian B. Uh, we don't know. Uh, no idea. But, um, I think you might know who that could be. Do you remember Therapy Expo? There was a very, very popular lady who was presenting. Oh, the hands on uh, hub. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't the hands on hub, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. it might be. I can't think of her name, but and she's doing a little course. Her lectures, they were just packed. Yeah, yeah. Anna Maria Mazzieri is very popular. To, to listen. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. And that reminds me, anyone who is also graduating, talking of discounts, we also offer a 50% discount on your first subscription if you've graduated in the last year. And uh, I thought of that because you mentioned, Matt, that there's loads of students or mm. new graduates that listen to this podcast. Mm. So anyone that's graduated in the last year, there is a, a website that you can go to, which is uh, rehabguru.com slash um, what is it? Just hyphen qualified. So um, you can go on that and uh, and redeem that. If you're a lecturer, then we actually offer Rehab Guru for free. If um, you're wanting to use it for your students to go on placements, to use it for assignments, for exams, letting the students go on the library and just explore what's on there. Um, we, we've got lots of universities that are um, sports therapy, BASRAP, physio, osteopathy we don't um discriminate if there's any lecturers that are wanting to get in contact with us please contact us uh, we're more than happy to jump through those steps brilliant so generous so generous um gary benson fan of the sta has added here sta members access their discount via the members portal after logging into the website so yeah members you can find out all the information by logging into that members portal fantastic right then um 857 Gemma's here. Hey, Gemma's here, everybody. You know where we were in the beginning about that place where we worked, Simon and I worked? Yes. Rehab Guru was found. Well, Gemma worked there with us as well. Oh, there you go. 
Gosh, it's amazing how you wonderful people all hang out together. Joe Oliver says, hello, guys. Nice to see you all. Feels like a long time ago watching you starting to take pictures of RAF Cranwell. Love where you've taken me. Have go and sending love. Thanks, Gemma. We hope you're well. I have to get you on the show as a catch up to see where you, the wonderful things you're up to these days as well. Um, thanks, Gemma. Nice to see you here. Oh, how wonderful. Um, right. Time is running out. I don't want to keep you too longer than... Um, Gosh, people are now joining in. We've got Kim Kennedy. So first podcast, and has been very good. We'll be tuning him off and also definitely checking out Rehab Guru as well. Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for your feedback. Um, there's another 180 episodes for you. So um, enjoy your time. Um, I hope you enjoy them. Thanks for leaving the feedback. Right, next week, um, we are very excited. I say we, me in particular, to be bringing you, this is the Tuesday, 23rd of January, um, Optimizing communication with clients and other health professionals. So this is kind of like a will be very um, relevant to what we talked about today. You've got all the software and everything; it's looking good, and that's a massive important part of optimizing communication with clients. But also, obviously, it's what comes out of your mouth, what's going into your ears, and it's not just with clients. It's about how and this is really important for non-allied health professionals. So we're talking sports therapists, yeah, sports massage therapists, um, sports. Uh, so I included the soft tissue therapist in general. If you're not an allied health professional, then how do you communicate, optimize that communication with other health professionals? How do you form part of that multidisciplinary care as part of your business model and also for the benefit of the patient in front of you? So we're going to be joined by Andrew McCauley, who is the founder of ProCare Sports Medicine. Um, amazing character. I, again, had the pleasure of chatting to him, spending time with the Therapy Expo. He's a sports scientist and sports and conditioning leader with a degree in PE sports science, also a master's in sports and exercise medicine. Uh, has a fantastic course, Unraveling SNC Therapists. Um, and some of you guys might have seen him in the STA Theatre at Therapy Expo back last year in November, where he did a, a presentation, a wonderful presentation on when does measuring force matter in rehab. So really excited about that. And you can join us if you want to live next Tuesday, um, 23rd of January. Or you can uh, just subscribe to wherever you listen to the podcast app and you'll get notification of when it is uploaded. So there we go. But um, Simon, Taylor, David Barrow, fans of We Have My Go, thanks so much for your time tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely be tuning in next week because um, Andrew McCauley's, he, he is a funny speaker. He's one, oh, one of the physios I've ever Good met. Friends. I mean, that doesn't say much. Physios aren't that funny. Are yeah, you're putting them against Jack March here. So, you know, there's funny. And then there's Jack. There's got to be something to other than having to go, Jack, because you said that my podcast on the Physical Matters podcast was the worst one you ever heard. Um, so I'm just kind of rubbing it back in the face, Jack March, uh, with the ontology <laughs> videos. Um, so, no, I don't even want to go, Jack. But yeah, Andrew is, um, yeah, it's really good. I'm really glad I had some time to catch up with the expert. Such an entertaining, um, fun, um, energetic educator, which is what you need, isn't it? You know, yeah. people listen. Um, it's, yeah, really cool. And that topic is really interesting. And I, mm. I just thought to myself that I've, I've done loads of extra communication training and I did it because I worked with a load of wounded soldiers. There was a load of trauma and, and it was really helpful for my patients. And when I connected with Andrew and, and spent a lot of time listening to him, I've realized that you don't just have to improve on communication when you're working with a traumatized group of patients. I think it's like any area of healthcare. When you graduate, you realize there's so much more to learn about rehab. You realize there's so much more to learn about massage therapy techniques. 
But it's so common for people just to think, well, I know about communication. I know about rapport. I've got a degree. <laughs> and actually, the more you learn, you realize that it's so, so important. So whenever I, I see someone like this speaking and with a title like that, where I used to switch off a little bit, now I think that that's probably going to be really interesting for a lot of people. Yeah, it's going to be great. And there's something else just shortly. I mean, we found a therapy expert. There was a really nice link between so many of the speakers we had in the SDA theatre with that theme of really looking at what your patient does. There's Angela Jackson, who is talking about neurocognitive kind of rehabilitation and creating that chaos, which your sports person needs. You know, you can't just stand on one leg and get them to slowly do kind of an arabesque or something because they're not going to be doing that on a bunch of bits. They're going to have people charging at them. They have to react quickly and then move. So that really kind of fitted in nicely with Andrew's chat. And there's so many people who uh, are really, I think, just giving them more evidence informed, but the true meaning of evidence informed, which is what do the clients need, not just what can we read in research, but what's actually happening, you know, on the ground. What what do we need to be have? We need to have our patients. So, and you guys, I mean, did you come across? Do you know Dr. Sarah Rollins from when you were at Henley MOD? Do you know is that a name that rings a bell? Or I'm sure there's yeah. so many staff there. Worked with Emma Acton, who's now with Formula One. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So I worked with Ema. Ema, um, sorry, Emma, I've done it. Fourteen slip. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Ema. Oh, that's going to cost me. Yeah. <laughs> so I worked with Ema at a different military base as well in Tidworth, and she is super, as well as having uh, a voice that could send me to sleep. That lovely Irish accent, but ah, oh, dreamy, dreamy. But yeah. uh, also a fantastic clinician, and uh, super to see her doing so well. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. There's a great episode of people listening still. We haven't switched off. Um, episode 134 was Ema Act and Sarah Rollins talking about part of our hip special. Uh, fantastic breakdown in anatomy from Sarah. And then Ema jumping in with the case history they had about the hands-on approach, which she so treasures and values. So anyway, we're way past time now, four minutes past nine. Thank you again so much, David Barrow, Simon Taylor, uh, founders of Rehab Guru. Um, thank you, people who joined us in the live lounge. Um, we really appreciate people who join us live um, because it's how it makes it tick. It's spontaneous. It's real. We get questions there and then, which is, I think is the best part of it. So if you are listening to the podcast and you want to get some of that spontaneity and put our guests and um, kind of like answer this question straight away, then uh, do come along just every Tuesday, 8 o'clock, either on YouTube if you'd like joining us that way um, or on the Sports Therapy Association Facebook page. So until next Tuesday, 8 o'clock, um, take care of each other. And uh, we hope to see you soon. You're listening to the Sports Therapy Association podcast, putting evidence back into soft tissue therapy.